Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You are listening to episode number 127 of the Awesomers.com podcast series. And all you need to do is go to Awesomers.com slash 127 to find today's show notes and relevant details. Now today you're in for a treat because you're, this is part one of a three-part series with my good buddy Troy Romelski. Now Troy is a brilliant entrepreneur and he is really kind of the epitome of the American dream in so many ways. You know, Troy uh, talks about it today in his origin story where he came from and a little bit about, you know, how he came up in the world from the mail room on into the, the world of Hollywood for a little bit and then kind of crossed this very interesting bridge in the world of kind of athletic performance and that uh, as an aerial acrobat, and you'll hear more about that uh, later in this uh, series of podcasts with uh, Troy. And then on into being an e-commerce marketplace seller on Amazon. And this journey is something that I think so many people will find fascinating because it's both interesting, but it's also instructive, right? There's so many parts of, uh, you know, each of us that we go through uh, our day-to-day lives and we sometimes we think to ourselves, I wonder if I could do this thing. I wonder if I could make this work. And often for people, it it stops right there. And normies especially, they stop right there. They don't carry it any further. But awesomers know that all we have to do is keep pushing forward and try the ideas. And you'll see in in these interviews that Troy has really talked the talk and then he's walked the walk. And, And he gives great examples of setting deadlines and you know, kind of reinforcing some of that training he's learned. So we're gonna jump into today's part one of this three part series right now. Hey everybody, uh, we're back again, Steve Simonson. Uh, we're back on the awesomers.com podcast, and today my special guest is Troy Ramelski. I'm I'm going out on a limb. Did I get the pronunciation right? Yeah, you did pretty well. Yeah, that's uh, that's it, Ramelski. Okay, all right, Ramelski. Okay, good. Well, I, I was nervous going in. I'm not going to lie. Even though I've met you a number of times, my pronunciation skills are not good, and uh, so uh, I'm glad to get that. So, Troy, I've already kind of given a, a bio or read in a little bit about your your background and so forth to the audience out there. But tell us in your own words where you're living now and what takes up your time day to day, if you will. Uh, yeah, I live in Southern California and my day to day, as far as work is concerned is uh, at this point, it's a lot of sort of team management um, as well as like just education and trying to learn and that uh, I'm a dad with two kids, uh, two young kids. And so they take up a lot of time and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, well, it definitely having the family adds uh, 
a lot of extra fun, but a little extra pressure, I suppose, as well, right? Because uh, sometimes when you need to get work done, the, the family stuff is pressing. Have you, uh, how have you found balancing those uh, two things? Or <laughs> yeah, we were just harmony? talking about this, that uh, my balance uh, as, as that happens is uh, just, uh, it's, you know, the whole working at home sort of thing. As you can see, I'm in my, my, my glorious garage here. But uh, working from home was just uh, defining a little bit of boundaries as far as I'm in the garage. I work until about one or two in the afternoon each day. And then after that, it's family time. And I, I come in and hang out with uh, my wife and the kids. But I just, I try and get up early. Um, I try and maximize the amount of time that I get to spend with my family each day. And I'm not opposed to like, you know, taking 10 or 15 minutes, run inside and hang out with them or have lunch with them and stuff like that. It's, uh, it, it's kind of, we realize that we have a great situation going. And because it, it's such a great situation, um, my wife is very, very good at trying to keep those uh those boundaries for us so work time is work time and then family time is family time oh that's nice i think a lot of people again on that quest for harmony um the old jeff bezos analogy is you know people trying to find balance are going to have a tough time finding quote unquote balance but mm -hmm. finding harmony is is more important when you can find what works and you know for the entrepreneurs out there that where we get to either work out of our house or we get to be around our family more often we get to, you know, my recommendation anyway, is that we should savor the flavor, right? It, it's, it's a great opportunity to be able to be around your family on a frequent basis and, and be able to look in on them when you want to. Um, it sounds like you found a, a good harmony there because you've got your work time and then you've got your, your family time. Yeah. And it's, it's also something that just having appreciation uh, for, for what we have is, something that's really been important. Uh, I can't tell you how many friends we have where, you know, at least one parent works outside the home, if not both parents. And so just being able to, to be here and be with our kids when they're young and not, not on top of work, having a commute that I have to do all the time. Um, we just try and having an appreciation for that situation makes the boundaries and the harmony easy to achieve. Well, I, I definitely uh, want to double down on that point. Uh, appreciating the the fact that we are able to, you know, make some of these decisions. Uh, for those who have been able to eliminate the commute, you know, I I've had businesses that I've owned, but the commute was still an hour and a half each day because we had the a, a big warehouse and office down in a strategically smart location, and that was brutal every friggin' day, an hour and a half each way. Mm -hmm. And now I've tried to make the best of it. I would listen to tapes or in this modern world uh, podcasts and so forth, but you know, it still wears on you. You're still trying to be conscious of, you know, not running into cars in front of you. So uh, having just a simple pre appreciation of no commute is a pretty smart idea. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, Troy. Um, I'd like to get right back to the beginning of an awesomer origin story. And I know that you're awesomer and I, I can't wait to share some of the things that I have learned about you. But let's start from the very beginning. Uh, where were you born? Oh, uh, I was born in Wakanda, Illinois. It's a uh... Small town, suburb of Chicago. There's about, or when I left, there was uh, just over 10,000 people that were there. Um, and I was born there, went through high school there, and then I left. But the, their sort of claim to fame is they got a nod in the original Ghostbusters movie where Ray says something like, uh, we used to roast state puff marshmallows around the fire at Camp Wakanda. And that was, that was like, we were like, yeah, like, yay for us. Wakanda <laughs> gets a mention somewhere. Now, isn't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. But I think the Marvel Universe has a whole country called Wakanda. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> they do. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, uh, there you go. So now, not necessarily uh, based on the same Chicago place, but uh, <laughs> or that uh, same Midwest place, but uh, fascinating. So now, were your parents entrepreneurial in any way? Uh, n- no, uh, kind of later in life after after they retired, they've had uh, a couple of small sort of like just little business ventures that uh, they've really enjoyed. And it's been uh, it's been amazing for me to watch them as they become entrepreneurs, just because it's uh I don't know. It, it keeps them busy. It keeps them thinking. It keeps them engaged. And it's not like they just retired and then like decided to watch TV all the time. Um, they they've grown um, because they've chosen an entrepreneurial lifestyle. I love it. I, I really do love this idea that anybody at any age can have you know a so-called side hustle or build a little business or a big business for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many examples of people you know who are farther on in years than one might expect to do startups. And here they're still doing startups and they're still finding ways of staying engaged. And to me, that's, that's a, a real recipe for longevity because when you're making your brain work and you're firing off different synapses and, and you're solving problems, that's, that's going to keep a, you know, a, a biological being more engaged in the world. It sounds like that's your experience with your parents, huh? Yeah, definitely. I've, I have noticed such a difference between them and uh, other other couples that are roughly the same age and same stage of life and stuff like that. And so it's been, it's been really good for them. But as far as like growing up, no, like my dad was a, was a nine to five, like business guy wore a suit every day. Um, and my mom was the office manager at uh, one of the gyms that I used to train at. And it was, I don't know, it was, a, it was a good upbringing, but it was, it was definitely not entrepreneur. I got you. Sounds very traditional indeed. Uh, how about any university? Did you decide to go to university at some point? Uh, I did. I went to uh, the University of Southern California, and I got degrees in clinical psychology as well as film production, which uh, nobody told me at the time are two degrees that qualify you to do absolutely nothing. And oh, so, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless you want to just come out of college and go into sales or something like that. But, uh, you know, I could have done something a heck of a lot easier if that was the path that I was thinking about pursuing. I just didn't that, know any better. <laughs> that's funny. So as you came out of uh, university, uh, what was your first job? Did you have a proper job, so to speak? I had, I think it's the only time I've had a proper job. I had a proper job for about six months, which was I went into, um, I started in the mailroom at uh, a talent management company, uh, which was sort of corporate entertainment. And then uh, after about six months there, um, the Screen Actors Guild, or was it Screen Actors Guild? Yeah, Screen Actors Guild went on strike, and a whole bunch of production shut down, companies were scrambling, and so being a lone man on the totem pole, that was uh, that was it for me. And <laughs> I love it. The mail room's <laughs> the first place we look to cut costs, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's mail uh, coming in. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like whew, that four hundred bucks a week or whatever they were paying me. Yeah, yeah that, really, that, uh, that was the real struggle right there. <laughs> yeah, that's the struggle. Yeah, in Hollywood, the 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 secret is out. The first place you look is the mailroom. <laughs> so uh, once once that that happened and they decided that they were cutting you, what did you do from there? Uh, I had I had a buddy who was doing extra work for uh, TV shows and film, and so I ended up. I was like, all right, like what are, what are the qualifications for that? He's like, you got to be able to fog a mirror. And I was like, okay, so uh, give me a yeah. mirror. Let me check. I'm good. 
And that was so, it. And now, so I, as an extra for those outside of Hollywood, obviously you're from Southern California. That's literally people who are just in the background or you know part of the ambiance of a film or television production. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a there was a big sort of movement to not call them extras anymore. Now the PC term is background artist. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> How dare I? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I make that mistake all the time. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's people who are in the background of or foreground of all the shots that are making the scene come alive. But um, you, you're once again, that's the uh, that's the mailroom of performing right there. Uh, <laughs> well, I love it that you've uh, found a common thread in your career journey and trajectory <laughs> thus far. Now, uh, the one of the things that I find very interesting, and I don't know about you as a professional former uh, background artist, uh, <laughs> but when you notice in a production or a like a, a an intense drama scene or whatever, and you see somebody in the background, and they're obviously jabbing nonsense, and they're they're not really probably even talking, or they're just eating a salad voracious. They're doing something that is just completely distracting. Does that get on your nerves as a professional, former professional insider? <laughs> no, for like for a long time, uh, and even sometimes if I'm board watching something, I'll be shopping around in the background to see if uh, like you can just find people doing funny things, or even trying to sneak funny. Uh, movements or gestures uh, to see if it makes the shot or gets cut Hilarious. out or uh, you see people staring directly into the camera or, or whatever <laughs> else. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a fun sort of like hobby, I guess, of mine is to watch the actual background of shots. Yeah, there's definitely some that are so distracting that then I become obsessed by what's happening. I'll even rewind it to see what they're doing. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So obviously I don't have a lot to, to fill up my day. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, Troy, and I'm glad we got a little bit of background information. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk further about some of the defining moments that took you from being a background artist or extra on into the entrepreneurial world. We're going to do it right after this break. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. Hey, Amazon Marketplace professionals, congratulations on your success to date. Your creativity, strategic vision, problem solving, and discipline have allowed you to build your own e-commerce business. Wouldn't it be great if you had more time to focus on the things that truly drive the sales and growth of your company? Instead of getting lost in a dozen different services and countless spreadsheets, what if there was one system that connected to your Amazon account and automatically gave you the information that you needed to make great decisions and really impact your business? Parsimony ERP can do that. Parsimony is the business operating system for your marketplace business. With Parsimony, you get true double entry bookkeeping, easy financial statements, full customer service tools, and item by item profitability, along with project and task management, and more features are being added all the time. Learn more at parsimony.com. That's parsimony, P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y.com. Parsimony.com. We've got that. Okay, let's pause right here for today. Um, it's already so interesting hanging out with Troy and, and kind of hearing where he came from and you know some of the background of his of his family and even the fact that his parents are now you know feeling entrepreneurial. That's a fun uh, little tidbit for you. Um, and I, I really do find these origin stories to be so helpful and, and inspirational, you know, to myself and I, I think they are to others as well. And Troy again is no exception to that. So this is part one of our three-part series with Troy, 
And don't forget to join us tomorrow for part two, where we're going to dive deeper into some of the defining moments uh, and, and help you see kind of how his journey really took shape. And I just love any kind of entrepreneurial story, especially when it has scrappy beginnings. Maybe it's because my roots are also very scrappy. But, you know, the idea that he was in the mailroom and then, you know, the mailroom, uh, you know, future didn't work out because the, the writer strike uh, occurred and you obviously make your cuts first in the mailroom. And, you know, I was a janitor in, in college until I dropped out because I was simply too poor. And... You know, that story still resonates, uh, you know, with a lot of people because I came from very humble beginnings. And frankly, I still think I have humble livings, uh, if that's a, such a, a phase. But, you know, Troy is a brilliant entrepreneur and he's been able to break out in his own paradigm of awesome, you know, and I, I really am a, a big fan. So uh, don't forget to join us tomorrow for part two of this three-part series. And again, this is episode number 127 of the Awesomers podcast series. Just go to awesomers.com slash 127 and you can find today's show notes and details. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again. Awesomers.com.